All right. It is a little bit after 7 o'clock on a Wednesday night at Glenbrook Brewery. That can only mean one thing. Yes, trivia! Woo! We are Best Men Trivia. I am Jeff, and I have a new co-host today. This is John. Hi, Welcome everybody. John, everybody. Next couple weeks, we are. Uh, I'm out next week. Bob will be back with Cookie again, and then uh, on the 29th, we will be back for our together again for our one-year anniversary spectacular. Woo! We've been doing trivia here for a year. Unbelievable. We only missed one week. That was like two weeks ago. Not so bad. Doing pretty good. Anyway, let me get the clicker because this is always Bob's job and it's the part that I always forget. The clicker. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hey, uh, just to start off, we're a podcast. Uh, John has a podcast too. John I do. is at uh, SNL Nerds. Yeah. Where can that we find it? that, John? Any podcaster of your choice. Just type SNL Nerds into Apple, Podcatcher, whatever, and the magic internet will bring it up. That's the same with us. You can mm. type live from Glenbrook Brewery, Best Men Trivia, into uh, anything and listen along to old shows. You miss a week, you can catch up. There's like, uh, we're up to like 16 episodes or so. You guys are up to much more than that, right? We just passed 191. Wow! So SNL Nerds uh, recaps... SNL episodes during the season and during the off-season? During the off-season, we do movies starring SNL alums. There you go. So nice. We just did National Lampoon's Vacation this Love week. It. And that was a journey. I bet. That was a journey. All right, let's talk about our game. If you're not uh, familiar with us, this is news to you. If you are familiar with us, uh, get another beer. So trivia rounds are eight questions, and they are worth one point each. Round one is general trivia, and it's multiple choice. Round two is a connection round. What does that mean? That means all of the answers have something in common. The questions have nothing in common. Rounds three and four are general trivia, short answer. And round five is the eight-question penalty round. What does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. For every correct answer in round five, we're going to give you three points. But for every wrong answer in round five, we are going to take away two points. If you don't answer, we don't give you any points. We don't take any away either. It's nice and easy. So as you get on, we'll we'll go along. We'll tell you your scores. You may find in round five that you want to play a little harder to catch up and make up some grounds because we're playing for some prizes, and we'll get over those in a second. Also, uh, teams of more than eight players got to split up. I don't think that's an issue. Uh, games are settled by a closest to the number wins question that we play as part of round five. Uh, in a case of that tie, we go with prices right rules. Closest without going over. And finally, at the end of the round, please bring up your sheets to Quiz Central so we can score them and have fun. That's really why we're here, right? We're here to have fun. As long as all the teams have fun, that's all that matters, I think, right? Absolutely, Isn't that the sportsman's credo? Just have fun. But let's talk about what you're winning. So last place, you had a blind pull from the prize bag. We have a prize bag full of uh, thrift store DVDs. That's the uh, best kind of DVD. They're the only kind of DVDs now, I think. That's true. We are in an age of streaming. Uh, So hopefully you still have a game console that could play one. Or not. 
So that's a great prize if you're still into physical media. It is. Yeah. If you're an older crowd, mm. like me, I still have things that'll play the discs. Uh, in third place, you get some merch. Visit us at the, uh, at the merch table in the back. You get some Glenbrook merch. You get a hat, a t-shirt. We'll figure something out back there for you. Second place, you get a Glenbrook growler. We'll give you a growler. And in first place, this is very exciting this, this week. We have a $30 gift certificate to the Glenbrook and a Sparky Lyle signed flight bat set and four tickets to the Somerset Patriots. So you get 30 bucks to the brewery, you get a signed uh, flight bat and glasses and tickets. Not so bad. Pretty good. Not bad for a Wednesday night out. That is amazing. Put that useless knowledge to the, to the test. Put it to work. And in fourth place, you know what you get? What? Nothing. You get nothing. You, you lose. lose. Good day, sir. But, but. I said good day. All right. So let's get started with round number one. Question one. John, take it away. Okay. Uh, on this date. On June 15th, 1924, J. Edgar Hoover assumes leadership of this government agency. Was it A, the FBI, B, the NSA, C, the CIA, or D, the SOB? And you can write down the letter, you can write down the word... You could write down the letter and the word. We're not picky is what we're saying. We're not. We're here for you. Yeah. Right? You can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. You can call me Ray J. But do not call me Johnson. That's the only rule. Yeah. Bob and I have been trying to bring What did we just say? Bob and I have been trying you to bring that Johnson, back. You said Johnson, like immediately. We will bing Raymond J. We will, we will create a Raymond J. Johnson renaissance. Someday. Probably not. Someday. Not tonight. Not tonight. But someday. Someday. All right, question number two. Pride. Which country was the first to lawfully establish same-sex marriage? Was that A, the United States, B, the Netherlands, C, the Canada, D, the Vatican City? Which country was the first to lawfully establish same-sex marriage? A, United States, B, the Netherlands, C, Canada, D, Vatican City. I have a couple guesses as to which one it wasn't. I'm not going to say. Which one it wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. But there are a couple safe bets, I would say. One of them might be obviously not true on its face. There is, I think, at least one in there that is somewhat less progressive than the other places. That is a good way of saying it. Yes. All right, let's move on to question number three. Question number three, sports. Last weekend, in a game between the Cubs and the Yankees, Frank Schwindel set an MLB record for the slowest pitch to be hit for a home run. How fast was the pitch in miles per hour? A, 65.8 miles per hour. B, 78.3 miles per hour. C, 35.1 miles per hour, or D, 48.8 miles per hour. I probably should have said, how slow was that pitch? Hindsight is 20-20. 
There's there's no taking it back now, Jeff. You, it, there's not. You committed to how fast was the pitch, and we are all just going to have to learn to live with it. I did. I'm going to yeah. have to learn to live with it. You are. You are. It was an amazing thing. I don't watch sports at all. I'm a highlights guy. I can watch mm-hmm. sports highlights all day. I can't tell you a goddamn thing about sports otherwise. I can tell you even less, sir. We are a match made in heaven. I mean, I, I may have totally mangled that player's name and had no idea. No, I think Schwindel's right. Schwindel? 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 Like an Schwindel? Guess. Yeah, oh. Schwindel. Okay. He's yeah. a cub. Who cares? But uh, it was an amazing... It was like a, a high arc softball pitch. So and like T-ball, basically. Damn near. And our Yankee just cranked it deep in a left. Nice. Amazing. All right. Question number four. Technology. Last week, the European Union reached an agreement that will require all new smartphones, tablets, and laptops to do what by 2026? Is that A, use the same emojis, B, get rid of the green bubble in iMessage, C, connect to 5G, or D, use a common charger? Now, this question may be familiar to some of you, and that's because... It was a clue this week in the Clue Club. <gasps> you may be wondering, what's the Clue Club? What is the Clue Club, I'll Jeff? tell you. Thanks for asking, John. Yeah. I'm very curious. The Clue Club is every uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, mm-hmm. we post on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, on our website. Uh, you can follow us on any of them at Best Men Trivia or bestmentrivia.com. Uh, we post three answers, three you know questions that we're going to ask, or trivia about a question that we're going to ask. So it's not always the obvious question, right? But sometimes it uh, there's enough there that you go, oh, I just read about this, and you would have read about it on the Clue Club. So you're saying if you follow Best Men Trivia on the various social media, you can get a leg up on the next trivia night. That is exactly what I'm saying. I'm also saying if you follow us, I don't know, in the break between round one and two, you may get yourself a couple of bonus points for this very game. Wow, that sounds like a great deal. Right? And all you have to do is follow Best Men Trivia. Like, follow, click subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Something like that. I feel dirty. I know, the the whoring is... (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dear. All right, question number five. Uh, which, uh, this is a special SNL nerds theme uh, in honor of me because I have a podcast about Saturday Night Live. So which one of these musical guests did not, repeat, not do something controversial on Saturday Night Live? A, Ashley Simpson, B, Elvis Costello, C, John Lennon, or D, Sinead O'Connor? Hmm. So you have to think of a musical guest doing something on a live television show that they are not supposed to do, that is, that is frowned upon. Like, I don't know, ripping up the photo of a religious leader. That could qualify, hypothetically. That's controversial. That could, that that might, could, that, an action like that, not saying that, but an action like that could be controversial. Not necessarily a literal truth. All right. Could be. Good to know. We Good just don't know. know. Science does not have an answer to that question. Yet. Yet. I mean, catch us at the end of this round, and we'll probably have an answer Yeah, to we'll have question. an answer then. Yeah. In moments. We'll have a, an answer in mere, mere minutes. All right. Which one of the musical guests didn't do something controversial? A, B, C, or D? 
question number six. Which one of these comic book superheroes... Oh, here's another question that I forgot to write a, a category for. The category oh. is comic books. Which one of these comic book superheroes debuted last in the comics? In the comics. Not in the movies, Not folks. in the movies. In the comics, where they started. Was it A, Batman, B, Superman, C, Spider-Man, or D, The Incredible Hulk? Which one of these comic book superheroes debuted last in the comics? Now, this is basic knowledge where I come from. Well, you this are is, a comics yeah. guy. Yes. You do a lot of writing yes. on comics? All, all, the, all the, the parts of my brain that in most men goes to sports trivia goes to comic book trivia. There you go. Uh, I, I turned all those parts over. You are a uh, Batman the Animated Series scholar? Yes. That's fair. Right? That's fair. I don't think that's... Uh, yeah. You've, you've hosted uh, panel discussions? I about? have. BTAS? Mm-hmm. BTAS, as they call it. Oh, it's in ooh, the know. BTAS? BTAS. All right. Yeah. I heard Bruce Tim say that, and I was like, I'm going to start calling it BTAS. BTAS. Yes. All right. Love it. All right. So which one of these comic book superheroes debuted last? Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk. A, B, C, or D. And here we go. Ah, now question seven. This is going to be a little tricky for John. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it another sports question? No, not at all. What? Oh, no. The U.S. of A. Okay, I have not heard of this place. Um, the first state. We are looking for which one of these states was the first state to be founded. Exactly, to join the In the United Union. States. And you have to recognize the shapes of the states. And... And there are yeah. four shapes of states. There are at least four shapes. I understand the there are even more. Wow. Yeah. Mm. They make states in other shapes besides these four. Oh, that is true. That yeah. is absolutely true. There are 46 other shapes other than these four on the screen. Wait, is that right? 46 other? Well, there's 50 states. There's four on the screen. That leaves 46. Your math checks out. Right? Your math checks out. I understood there would be no math, but sometimes... Yes. You have to do a little uh, back-of-the-envelope work. So we're yep. looking for what's the first state. It's, it's their state motto. It's actually a fact about them. They were the first state of the union. This was also in the Clue Club last week because we, uh, yeah, we mentioned the 13 original colonies in order last week. Oh, because so if you we had last a, uh, week, you would have had the tools. Yeah, if you could last week we had a question, uh, which came first? Uh -huh. Was New Jersey admitted to the Union, or was New York admitted to the Union? Oh, uh, the answer might surprise you. It surprised a lot of people. It's New Jersey. New Jersey was the third state, and uh, New York was like the seventh or eighth. And I think that might give us a hint for this question. Uh, New York and New Jersey, not on this slide. Therefore, not but, the first state. But if you maybe know things that are close to yeah. the third state. Yeah, sure. And the you original recognize colonies, the shape. That could, that could help. That could. That could. All right, and let's go to question number eight, the last question in round number one. Movies. Uh, movies. Uh, Good. Oh, yeah. No, you I just forgot it. which one this of us is, was reading this This is John's question. Well, I'm sorry. If we go the odd even, it would be me, but you wrote <laughs> the question, so you read it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump on that for you. No, okay. not at all. So, movies. Which future Hollywood superstar co-wrote a movie for the monkeys in 1968? Was it A, Al Pacino, B, Jack Nicholson, C, Dustin Hoffman, or D, Terry Garr? 
Pacino, Nicholson, Hoffman, Terry Garr. All of whom got famous in the late 60s and early 70s. Hollywood superstar Terry Garr. Hollywood superstar Terry Garr. Perhaps my favorite Terry Garr role? Uh, Velma in After Hours. Velma? Velma in After Hours. Velma in After Hours. Although it's uh, occurring to me that she wasn't Velma, but she was in After Hours, and she made, uh, she turned Griffin Dunn on to the bagel and cream cheese paperweights. Nice. That started his journey. I like Terry Garr and Tootsie. Oh, sheets are coming in. Oh, look at us. We got stickers. Woo. Holy cow. Do people get bonus points for stickers? No, but we may have to start. The Lady Gremlin Fantasy giving us some stuff. People are bringing up sheets. Thank you much. Hey, Dana. How are you? Thank Good you to see you. Got a high school friend here. I got theater oh, friends. Oh, look at that. Reunion what time. What a day. All right. So that's the end of round one. In the meantime, while we score, see if you can't unscramble this anagram. Sports. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right, we're back. There you go. We've got 22 teams tonight. Holy Moses. That's great. All right, so did anybody uh, bother to do the unscramble? Did anybody? What is it? Yell it out. Water polo. Damn right. Yeah. Pool water. Oh, that's not really a sport, but it's tangential. It's a a, sports tangential, I guess. (laughs) We'll, we'll take it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's for no points. It's just for fun. Did you have fun solving it? Done. Then it served its purpose. All right. Let's take a look at some answers. On June 15, 1924, J. Edgar Hoover assumes leadership of this government agency. It was... FBI. The FBI. Dun, 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 dun. Question two. Which country was the first to lawfully establish same-sex marriage? And it was... The, the Netherlands. Netherlands. They were ahead of us on everything. They really are. They like <laughs> the pot more than we do. Mm-hmm. They Same like the gays marriage. more than we do. Yep. All right. Question They're just better than us. Well, they are yeah. almost entirely. Question yeah. three, sports. Last weekend, the games between the Cubs and the Yanks. Schwindel hit a uh, record for the slowest pitch. How fast was it? Or how slow was it? How slow was it? 35.1 miles an hour. It was amazing. It was a slow-pitch softball throw. I drove faster than that getting here. And the guy cranked it out in the left. All right, technology. Last week, the EU reached an agreement that will require all new smartphones, tablets, and laptops to do what? D, use a common charger. Finally. Finally. None of those six-pronged apparatuses Again, something good the European Union is doing. Again, they're just better than us. All right, SNL nerds. Which one of these musical guests did not do something controversial on SNL? Surprisingly, John Lennon. Never on SNL. Never on. Was watching the show with Paul McCartney when Lauren Michaels said, we'll give you $3,000 to perform. They thought about it, and then they were like, now we're tired. 
You want to so, give Ringo seven fifty? That's fine. Exactly. But uh, Ashley Simpson, uh, Ashley Simpson lip synced her song. She did a Millie Vanilli. Oh. Uh, Elvis Costello played a different song that Lorne Michaels did not want him to play, and Lorne Michaels supposedly was giving him the finger off stage. Nice. And Sinead O'Connor ripped up a picture of the Pope. The Pope. The no Pope. Biggie. All right. Question six: Which one of these comic book heroes debuted last? It was the Incredible Hulk. Debuted in 1962. 1962. When did Spider-Man debut? Um, da, 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 da. Before that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I just realized I gave you the wrong answer for this question. Oh, John. Yeah. I'm a bad person. Oh, dear. All I'm right. I'm a bad, well, bad we'll person. Well, we'll fix it in okay. round two. Wait, it's actually Spider-Man. I just realized. All right, Spider-Man. So we will reconnect yeah, and reconfigure. That's, that's on me. Scores that's will be corrected for round me. two. Yes. Uh, all right. The U.S. of A, the first state is Delaware. B, Delaware. Yay. And our last question which future Hollywood superstar co-wrote a movie for the Monkees in 1968? It was... Mr. Jack Nicholson. He was also in it, however, briefly. He's very briefly in it, yes. The movie was called Head. Head. All right, so let's take a look at some scores, okay. which now are not going to be correct. No. But they'll be close. They'll be close. It'll give you a, an idea. Leaving at nine has eight points, but probably really only has seven points. Lucky Ned and Dusty, the Department of Recendency Department, Lady Gremlin Fantasy, Captain Kane, the Smarty Pints, Locomotive uh, had seven points, Locomotive Breath, wait, what? Swig and a Miss, the Pork Loins, JV Team, and Dwayne the Swamp Johnson has six. With five points, Mars Townies, Troop 112, Slow No, Say K 47s. Does anybody really care? Pepper the Cat, is that a statement? An action or a name? Pepper the cat. Do we pepper the cats? Is it named Pepper? There's a lot of questions. Dad, Short, and Summer of George, all five points. And with four, East Coast, West Coast, CJ's Late, and Dunkin' Donuts. But we will fix it in round two. East Coast, West Coast, five points. Congrats. All right, so let's go to round two. While John is going through the score, I will run through these questions. Question number one, streaming. Celebrity chef Alton Brown hosts this culinary competition, which recently moved to Netflix. Celebrity chef Alton Brown hosts this culinary competition, which recently moved to Netflix. What's the name of it? Used to be on the Food Network. Didn't start in this country, started elsewhere, came here, Alton Brown stepped in to host, and now it's on Netflix. Question number two, movie adaptations. Frank Capra directed and Cary Grant starred in this 1944 play turned film thriller about two serial killer aunties. Frank Capra directed and Cary Grant starred in this 1944 play-turned-film, a thriller, ostensibly a comedy, about two serial killer aunties. Aunties being old ladies in this uh, 
in this movie. I was in uh, I was in this play in uh, 2003, 2004, something like that. Larry Wilbur directed. I played Lieutenant Rooney. I came in in the third act, which was so deep into the play, so deep. All right, question number three: Origins. What is Cal L's home world? We're not talking about Nicolas Cage's son. His home world is Earth. We're talking about the comic book and movie and TV, Cal L. What is his home world? Another comic book question, this one. Question number four. Famous joints. A staple of Hollywood culture, this Sunset Boulevard venue is one of the longest operating event venues in the city. This was another clue in the Clue Club. Richard Pryor filmed live on the Sunset Strip in this club. So if you remember seeing Richard Pryor in the Clue Club, this club was named in the Clue. A staple of Hollywood culture, this Sunset Boulevard venue is one of the longest operating venues in the city. All right, we're rescored. Fabulous. So now do we have more perfects? No, 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 no. I'll, we'll do it during round two. What's up? But you should come up and help me read the rest of the round. Do that. Okay, question four, uh, question five. Comics, name the comic that this character and his dog come from. Oh, I think we can make it a little bigger. Name hey. the comic, there he is, even larger. In his glory. Yes. And I think there is a full title to this comic, but as long as you get the name of the main character right, I think we should give it to yes, them. Yes, that is perfectly yeah. fine. If you get the, uh, you know, there's a shortened name. This was also a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonus points for the dog, Jeff? No bonus points for the dog. No bonus points for the dog. But I will be impressed. Because this is round two, and as we say at the top, connection two, uh, round two is a connection round, which means all the answers have something to do with something, and the dog is not a part of it. That is true. The dog does not fit the theme. So, so But there is a theme running through these questions. There is. Through the answers to the questions. Not to the questions. Questions got nothing to do with one another. Nope. A theme to the answers. Jeff, could we click to the next question? Sure. 
Question six, the Royals. Queen Elizabeth II celebrates this jubilee in 2022. This year, she just celebrated this jubilee. How many years has she been queen? It's been a long time. It's billed as such and such jubilee. It's been 75 years, right? Mm. Uh, if you wanted to say that, yes. Yeah, I'll yeah. say it. It's okay. 75 years. I wasn't sure if we were being mysterious. It's a uh, specific jubilee. Bob wrote this round, so I don't feel bad uh, elaborating a little. Okay, yeah, there we go. I still don't have an answer to Pepper the Cat. Okay, question seven. Had we known this name was given to the female factory workers who contracted radiation poisoning from painting watch dials with this self-luminous paint? This was a very good play, and I think they made it a movie too, right? Really? It's a movie now? They, uh, they did the world premiere of the play in, uh, at Playwrights Theater okay. over here in Morristown, and it has gone on to be quite a successful uh, play. A nice feel-good piece about radiation poisoning. Yeah. No, not feel-good, yeah. really. No? No, it's no, one really? of those... I, that's surprising. How could we have let this happen? Yeah, we didn't know. We were stupid. Yeah, what they did is uh, they were painting watch dials mm -hmm. for pilots. So they, so they could glow in the dark. So they could glow in the dark, and right. they would uh, go like this with the paintbrush, you know, to give it a, a tip. That's what you do. Yep, I went to art school. That's what you do. And <laughs> you do that, but when you do that with... With yeah. this terrible uh, glow-in-the-dark thing in it, which is the, the yeah. word we're looking for, really. As a general rule of thumb, bad idea to put your tongue on things that have radioactive material on them. Correct. Yeah. Generally frowned upon. Good rule of thumb. So, important safety tip, guys. All right, and finally, question number eight, parodies. Mike Myers played this colorful titular character in the final Austin Powers installment. So to answer this question, you have to know what the word titular means. That's right. That means in the title. Yeah. Because we, we play a clean show here. Yes. The yes. 11 o'clock is blue. No, exactly. But, but the 7 o'clock is clean for the kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we record both shows so we can edit together the best of both shows. Exactly. That's just what you do in comedy. The 11 o'clock is different than the 7, yes. folks. But... So Mike Myers played this colorful titular character in the final Austin Powers installment. Mm -hmm. That would be the third movie. The third one. So far, Austin he's still... So far, that's right. He might, he might pull a fourth one out of, the, out of somewhere. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. It could happen. I, if you it want, there is a bonus, which is what do all the prior answers have in common? I'm sure you oh, already have okay. it. Smart Alec. Wow. All right. Lunch, Lady Gremlin Fantasy. Just boosh. Coming up. You get no points for coming in first, for handing it in first. I, no points. The sticker was good. I appreciate mm. that. I appreciate you having a sticker for the purpose. You brought a book? Look at you. You brought she knows a book the clue of club. stickers? All right, so once you're done, write down your answers, bring up your sheets, and you can ponder this dad joke while we do scoring for two rounds. How do you fix a pizza pie?
<laughs> All right, we are back. So how do you fix a pizza pie? Tomato paste. That is a dad right there. You are up on your dad jokes, sir. Way to go, Bill. All right. So let's take a look at some answers for round number two. Alton Brown hosts this culinary competition, which recently moved to Netflix. It's Iron Chef. Iron Chef. Movie adaptations. Frank Capra directed. Cary Grant starred in this comedy serial thriller about serial killer ants. Arsenic and old lace. Yay. Insanity runs in my family. It practically gallops. Cal L came from... Krypton. Krypton. Famous joints in the Clue Club. Richard Pryor recorded live on the Sunset Strip at the Palladium. Tintin. The Adventures of Tintin. Tintin. And you knew, you knew the name of his dog, right, sir? Snowy. Exactly right. Queen Elizabeth II celebrated which jubilee? Her platinum jubilee. Platinum. <laughs> we have a victory dance over here. Everybody loves a little victory dance. Yeah. All right. In the movie, in the play, in the watch styles, in the radioactivity was Radium Girls. And Mike Myers played who? Gold member. Gold member. And so let's take a look at our answers. We've got Iron Chef, Arsenic and Old Lace, Krypton, The Palladium, The Adventures of Tintin, Platinum, Radium Girls, Gold member. Take away the unimportant parts. Iron, Arsenic, Krypton, Palladium, Tin, Platinum, Radium, Gold. They are all periodic tables of the elements. They are yeah! all elements. All right, so let's take a look at some scores. We got a few perfects this round. Does anybody really care? Lady Gremlin Fantasy and wait, what? All with nine points. With eight points, leaving at nine. Locomotive Breath, Swig and a Miss, and Troop 112. With seven points, Captain Kane, CJ's late. Dunkin' Donut, Dunkin's Donuts, Mars Townies, the Pork Loins, JV Team, and Smarty Pints. With six points, Lucky Ned and Dusty. With five points, Dwayne the Swap Johnson and East Coast, West Coast. With four points, the Department of the Redundancy Department and Pepper the Cat. With three points, Dad Shorts, AK-47, Slow No, and the Summer of George. Diamond to 75th, but she celebrated 70. I was wrong in my banter. Oh, so the banter was incorrect. What happened? What? What's your team? And who are you, Bob? Oh, you did put platinum. Our bad. Oh, sure. We own our mistakes. We're only human.
It's right here. All right, let's move on to round number three. Uh, you'll get him after round three. So what came first? Both of these Mel Brooks comedy classics came out in 1974. Which one was released first? Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles? It's a good year, dude. I, I would kill to have half of that year. Yeah, yeah. 50-50 chance of getting this one right, That's folks. amazing. Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles, which one came out first? Little holdover from last week's handout round of what came first? Blazing Saddles or Young Frankenstein? All right, question number two. This cab driving game show host was born and raised in Chathamboro, class of 88, and according to Wikipedia, lives in Morris Township. This was the last clue in our clue club. Some people feel really confident right now. You may have seen this comedian turned game show host turned comedian around town. Maybe you saw him shopping at the Home Goods. Who's to say? Maybe you were in class of 88 with him. Who knows? Maybe. Could be an old man like me. Maybe you edited his Wikipedia entry. All right, question number three. History. Which city was the treaty that ended the Revolutionary War signed? There was a, a preemptive hurrah coming from one of the teams just now. Big history buffs here tonight. Uh, the U.S. Revolutionary War. Is there a re... I realize I guess there are others. But the important one is ours. Our Revolutionary War. In which city was the treaty that ended our Revolutionary War signs? Instead of the... Let's say our. Should we capitalize Revolutionary War as long as we're Oh my uh, God, while I'm editing. editing the slide, why not? There we go. How's that? In you know, which city was the treaty that ended our Revolutionary War signed? I don't care about Chile's Revolutionary War. No, no. I don't care Who about the Mexican Revolution. I care about the American Revolution. That's right. America. Fuck yeah. There goes the explicit tag. All right. Question number four. The bicycle, the Barbie doll, the cardboard box, and the Atari 2600 are all enshrined in what Hall of Fame? What Hall of Fame are these all in? Bicycle, Barbie doll, cardboard box, and the Atari 2600. The cardboard box, really? Yeah. Some, somebody put a trademark on that? No, I, I don't know that it's a trademark. I mean, a Hall of Fame is just, it's a Hall of Fame. Okay. Cardboard box is, is darn famous. All right. In this genre. 
that it would share. I don't, I don't want to tell this Hall of Fame how to do their business. I personally wouldn't put it in there. But oh, I I think parents would disagree. Okay. There's a bicycle, a Barbie doll, a cardboard box, and the Atari 2600. I will tell you during the answers what happens. Because if I tell you now, it kind of gives it away. Not that the category doesn't give it away, too. But I many mean. a story of spending a fortune on a, on a gift only to have the kid play with the box. Yes. All right, question number five. Comics. In, In the bet. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, you can. All right. You're the comics guy. In the Batman storyline, a death in the family, readers voted to have the Joker kill Robin. Who was Robin at the time? We're looking for his real name, folks. So there were different Robins? Oh, God, we're going to be here all night. Um, there have been, been a lot of Robins, yes. That is the short answer. But only one Batman. <laughs> only one died. They... they Pretty they much. Let the writers call an 800 number to vote whether he should live or die. And by a margin of like 70-something votes, they voted to kill him. Wow. Yeah. Readers are bloodthirsty, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we're looking, we're looking for his civilian name. Civilian name. Very good. Because that's not really his secret identity, right? Robin is his secret identity. Yeah, no, we're giving away his secret identity. We just do not care. And we are therefore jeopardizing Batman's secret identity. So now, oh. now Batman's going to come after us. Uh-oh. Where's Omar? All right, question number six. Pride Month. Drag queen and activist best known for her activism and role in starting the Stonewall Riots. Name her. Who was the drag queen and activist best known for her activism and role in starting the Stonewall Riots? She came to a tragic end. What was that? She came to a tragic end. They found her floating uh, in the East River. Well, Inici that's not good. Initially said suicide, and then was like, no, 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 no. This seems like... Because she had a lot going on. That's, that's a life. Friends were like, uh, this was no suicide. This was no suicide. So they reopened the investigation. And I believe it is still open. It is unsolved. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I learned a little something tonight. See? That's what we're here for. Yeah. A little bit of teaching, a little bit of pride. We'll mm. say your name. All right, question number seven. Country music. What country western singers' exes all live in Texas? I don't know if they all literally lived in Texas or if they were just exaggerating for songwriting purposes. I'm guessing the latter. I don't know. The song says, all yeah. my exes live in Texas. This I, singer presumably did a poll of all their exes. Well, I, And they said, really, hey, are you originally from Texas? Did you move there later in life? I want to know the deal. I would think if he, if he lived if you in Texas. Didn't, if you're not originally from Texas, I can't write this song. Oh. Yeah, I, I figure that, uh, you know, Texas is a pretty big state. This is true. And if you're a regional guy, if you don't leave, 
And yeah, maybe all your exes do live in Texas. Yeah. Because you never got out. You never traveled. That's true. You they, never they saw say the world. They live in Texas, not originally from Texas. Right, so exactly. As long as they lived at any point of their life in Texas. Exactly. If he only dated in Dallas. Right. You sublet a place for two months, you have technically lived in Texas. Correct. So, yeah, okay. All right, so who sang about it? If you know, write it down, and that's the answer to question number seven. And here we go, question number eight, last question in round number three, sports apparel. Starting in 2004, this yellow silicone bracelet started appearing on everyone's wrists, sporting which word, which was both a directive and the name of the charity? Also very famously parodied by Montclair native Stephen Colbert. Yes. On the Colbert Rapport. That may be an extra hint. This was very in incredibly inspiring in 2004. A few years later, not so much. All right, so if you know that, write it down. That brings us to the end of round three. You can bring up your sheets, and in the meantime, can you unscramble this New York Times bestseller? We'll see you in a few minutes. All right, I will wait for an answer for the New York Times bestseller. Did anybody unscramble it? Anybody? No? I don't think anybody guessed this. No. I Honestly, yeah. I don't even remember what it was. The Blondie, though? In the blood. In the blood. I don't know. In the blood. Good thing, no points. Honestly, I think I'd rather read about Blondie. <laughs> All right, let us get some answers for round number three. Question one, Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles? Blazing Saddles came out February 7th, 1974, and that gray is way too light to read on the big TVs. Young Frankenstein came out in December of 1974. Heck of a year. Heck of a year for Mel Brooks. Heck of a year. And Gene Wilder, for that matter. Question number two, cab driving game show host is... Ben, ben Bailey. Absolutely. Host of Cash Cab. Cash Cab. Cash cab, cab driving game show. Cash Cab. All right, which city was the treaty that ended our Revolutionary War signed? It was the Treaty of Paris. Yorktown was the site of the battle that ended the revolution, but the treaty was signed in Paris. A lot of people guessing Philadelphia for this one. Because you think it's a hometown thing. You'd think yep. that we would, uh, but instead it was neutral ground, no. more or less. I sorta. mean, because if you can sign a treaty and see a few sites, why wouldn't you? Just think, though. Back then, they yeah. weren't sites. Yeah. There was no Independence Hall to go see. Question yeah. number four, toys and games. The bicycle, the Barbie doll, the cardboard box, and the Atari 2600 are all enshrined in what Hall of Fame? The name is in the clue, the National Toy Hall of Fame. I still don't get how a cardboard box is a toy. Because when you buy something expensive for kids, 
They're like, they oh, the, the big wheel. Yeah, that's nice. And then they play house in the box. They play in the box. The box is a much bigger toy than the big wheel. Okay. Right? I'm not, Enough to be knows. in a museum. You know. Enough to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Okay. It's a big deal. It's All a right. running joke in lots of places. Okay. Again, I'm not going to tell. Refrigerator box, that yeah. too. All right. Batman storyline, death in the family. Who played Robin? Jason Todd. I heard it over here. Who, who's my geek person? I gave it to you for Red Hood. Yeah. I gave, I gave it to you. I was like, he became Red Hood later. It's complicated. Yeah. No. All right, We're Pride good. Month, drag queen yeah. and activist is Marsha P. Johnson. Thank you, Marsha. A lot of people thought that RuPaul was uh, thrown in the East River. I, and RuPaul had nothing to do with the Stonewall riots, as far as I know. N no, no, pretty sure Commemorating. Not. And also pretty sure RuPaul still alive. That too. Yeah. All right, question number seven, country music. Which singers exes all live in Texas? George Strait. All right, and our last and question, our last answer for round number three. Starting in 2004, this yellow silicon bracelet started appearing on everyone's wrists, sporting what word, which was both a directive and the name of the charity? And the answer, of course, was Live Strong. And what Live was Colbert's? Strong. What's that? What was Colbert's? Uh, wrist strong, because Colbert broke his wrist during his pre-show, and he wanted to create awareness for wrist injuries. Well, there you go. So, All right, yeah. so let's take a look at some scores. Round three, does anybody really care? Dwayne the Swamp Johnson and Morris Townies, all with seven points. With six points, the Pork Loins, JV Team, and Smarty Pints. With five points, Dunkin's Donuts, East Coast, West Coast, Lady Gremlin Fantasy, leaving at nine, Locomotive Breath. And Troop 112 with four points. Captain Kane, CJ's late. Dad shots, swing and a miss. Wait, what? With three points, Pepper the Cat, Slow No, The Summer of George with two points. Department of Redundancy Department. And SayK is 47. And Lucky Dead and Dusty with one point. So let's take a look and see how we're doing after three rounds. Oh, people are waiting to see. This Does anybody so really care in first place with 22 points? We have a three-way tie for second between Lady Gremlin Fantasy, leaving at nine in the Smarty Pints. With 19 points, so close behind Dwayne the Swamp Johnson. With 18 points, Locomotive Breath, Mars Townies, Pork Loins, JV. <laughs> I just swallowed some spit. Pork Loins, JV team, and wait, what? All with 18 points. With 17 points, Captain Kane, Dunkin's Donuts, Swig and a Miss, and Troop 112. 16 points, CJ's late. 15, East Coast, West Coast. Lucky Net and Dusty with 14. Pepper the Cat with 13. Dad Shorts in the Department of Redundancy Department. And Slow No and Summer of George all with 12. And Say K 47 with 11. There is a lot of game left. We have seen people from the middle of the pack totally crush round five and come out on top. So let's see what happens, however, first in round number four. Question one, who costs more? As of June 12th, who has a higher asking price on Cameo? TV host singer Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray or the Todd from Scrubs? The answer might surprise you. Mark McGrath or the Todd? Who's who more expensive? Who? Who costs more to get a greeting from? 
If I was to send John yeah. a cameo and I wanted to spend the most money. Yes. Because that's how much I like John. Yeah. Who would I pick? Do you know which one I would prefer? I do. Okay. That may or may not be germane yeah. to who costs the most. I could have expensive tastes. Caviar dreams. Know. Champagne wishes. Is it Mark McGrath or the Todd? Who's going to cost you more? All right, question number two. Honors. What industry is honored with the Hugo Award? What industry is honored with the Hugo Award? And it gets super quiet. There's a lot of discussion. A hush fills the room. Smoke I'm, I'm, starts I'm to seeing appear. a couple tables, though. A couple tables are like, I know this one. I'm good. I wrote it down. Wait, are you Googling? Are you Googling, sir? No Googling. Phones away. Phones down. We've run a clean game. Okay, you're texting. Okay. Are you texting a friend? Right. What industry is for okay. the Hugo Award? Don't do that. It's not okay. 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 That's bad. All right, question number three. This neon soft drink sign, visible from the UN, that's the United Nations, was designated a New York City landmark in 2016. Neon soft drink sign, visible from the UN, designated a New York City landmark in 2016. I will say it is across the river from the UN. That should have been in the question. Hmm. Visible across the river from the UN. Because the people at the UN can see across the river. Yes, exactly. And it's that big. Right. So if you've been to the UN, you might know the answer to this. You might know. If you've uh, sailed up the river, you've probably seen it. If you've been on the circle line, took a pleasure cruise. If you're an ambassador at the UN in your spare time, you might know the answer to this. You step out for a cigarette, and you see it across the way. Exactly. If you're Cary Grant... In, uh, in a Hitchcock film, the North by Northwest. Yes. If you know this, you might, have, you might have glimpsed this. Not in Arsenic and Old Lace. If you right. were in Arsenic and Old Lace, you would not. No. All right, question number four. Towns. What town in New Mexico was named after a game show? What town in New Mexico was named after a game show? I should have learned the story behind this. What's that? I should have learned the story behind it, why they were named after a game show. Maybe somebody just really game, liked that game show. It wasn't the game show was named after the town. Okay. The that, town that came, might make more sense. The town came later. Because, like, you wouldn't have a town named Hollywood Squares. But you have Hollywood. But that's not this. What town in New Mexico was named after a game show? 
I want to just start naming random game shows, but I don't know the answer to this one, so I don't want to give it away Good accidentally. Plan. Good plan. So I am not naming any game shows, even if I think it's absolutely wrong. There's no way they could name this after this show. Because I am know. just that paranoid. You never know. You never know. All right, question number five. Question number five. Real names. Calvin Broadus is the real name of what celebrity? What notable person? Calvin Broadus. What celebrity, real name, is Calvin Brodus? This would be their birth name, but you know them better by their celebrity name. I'm feeling benevolent since we had scoring issues. Uh, this performer is a rapper. He just realized he... Calvin Brodus is a rapper. The real name of a rapper, you know him as Calvin Broadus. The answer might surprise you. This table in the back is like deep in discussion still. I love the questions that, uh, that inspire that, that inspire the heads together, yeah. the whispering, the arguments. They're either still discussing it or they've co totally moved on. The fist fights. All right, they moved on, two. we've moved on. Question number six, name the restaurant. I'm going to give you three dishes off the menu. You're going to tell me what restaurant you can find these, this at. Mama D's Pot Roast Bowl. Ooh. Can you give us two more dishes? I can. How about cinnamon roll pancakes? Can you give us one more dish? I sure can. How about moons over my hammy? Thank you. I think that is all the dishes that I need to answer this question. That's, I, I felt that we were going, you know, hardest to easiest. Yeah. You know, most obscure to most obvious. I see that. I see that. I, I, I see the method in your madness now. You know, it builds some excitement in the room. Builds some excitement at the table. Oh, Mama D's pot roast. You hear the, oh, God damn, I knew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then cinnamon roll pancakes. Now that, that's a question because it could be a couple different things. But then Moon's over my hammy. They're like, ah, no. There's I know only this one. Now. I know this now. There's only one. I have been one. to this restaurant. I have ordered this dish. Sure have. Many times. Partially because it's funny and partially because I like the food in it. It's just fun to say moons over my hammy. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, question number seven. Websites. In 2001, Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger launched what website, which is now one of the most popular user-supported sites around. Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger, they launched this website in 2001. And old enough to drink. It's very, it is old enough to drink. Amazing. It could, it could order a drink here tonight. This is going to be a popular question with computer programmers, I think. 
They will know this. They will. It's a website you probably used today. Probably. No. And inside voices. We all know the Zuck. Zuckerberg's not on that screen. All right, and question number eight in round four, geography. This is a tough one. The first and last capitals alphabetically are the capitals of bordering states. Oh, good Lord. Name the states. The so you have to know the state capitals. Yep. What states they're capitals of. Sure. And which states border each other. There, there, there are a lot of levels to this question. Well, I'll tell you, if you start with the first capital alphabetically. Right. You go, oh, okay. Then uh -huh. that limits, really. Okay, all right. The scope of the other capitals. And, you know, uh, maybe they're close. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this, this works out. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, because it's round four, I will give you a bonus point if you can name the capitals. Like, you have oh, to know the that. capitals to know the states. Oh, that's how they get you. You have to know something to answer the question? That doesn't seem fair. That's how the game is played. I, I don't think that's right. So give us the, the states and the capitals, and we'll give you some bonus points. Did some pretzel escape behind the laptop? Mm-hmm. I just heard someone say, I think you might be right. I love that. Yeah, I love that quasi-confidence. I love that people have an answer. I love that people have any answers, honestly. Does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? In first place right now. We're tied for second anyway. All right, and with that, that is the end of round number four. So while we wait and while we score, here's a little brain teaser for you to ponder. Which die will complete this set? No points, just something to think about while we play these songs. I'm trying to talk into the clicker, and I'm wondering why it's not working. Why doesn't that work? The clicker is not the same thing as a microphone, The no. clicker is not the same thing as a microphone. All right. So, have we figured it out? Do we know what die we're missing? The red three. That is correct. Way to go. Every, uh, every row has two red dies. Every row has a two, three, and a five. All right, so let's get some answers for round number four. Who costs more? Show of hands. Who, who thinks? Oh, okay. The Todd. The Todd. Charges $99.99 while Mark McGrath undercuts for $94.99. I would say the Todd is worth at least $5 more than Absolutely. Mark McGrath. Sure. Yeah. He's very nice. But I am, I am endlessly fascinated by cameo pricing. It is per cameo. So, like, if you want to send your friend a message from the Todd, yeah. it'll set you back 100 bucks. But if you're uh, willing to, you know, ask Mark McGrath to sing a quick verse of every morning, that's only $94.99. Yeah, right. he's overcharging. Honors. Which industry is honored with the Hugo Award? That would be sci-fi and fantasy authors. All right. 
Question number three, landmarks. This neon soft drink sign is? Pepsi. All right, question four, Towns. What town in New Mexico was named after a game show? What do you think, John? Uh, you know, I wanted to say Jeopardy. I would love to visit a town named Scategories, personally. But uh, Nice. No, but it's truth or consequences, New Mexico. Yeah. And there's a movie also called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. It is a thing. It All is right, a thing. question five. Calvin Brodus is a rapper known as... Snoop Dogg. Or Snoop Doggy Dog, if you want to go old school. Remember when he was Snoop Lion for a hot minute there? For a hot minute. And then he was like, this rebranding is not working. I, I really feel like there should be a limit on how many fake names we call you in a single lifetime. We got Puff Daddy. We got P. Diddy. We got yeah. Sean Combs. All you right. Know. Where do we go to get Mama's D pot roast bowls and roll pancakes and moon over my hammy? Denny's. 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 Many a night after a night of drinking in college, you end up at the local Denny's. Yeah. All right, question seven. Websites. Jimmy Wales and Larry Sanger launched what website? The Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Where's their movie? And finally, geography. The first and last capitals alphabetically are the capitals of bordering states. Name the states. Right here, our home state, New York and New Jersey. And the capitals are Albany and Trenton. Big props to who put Atlanta and Tallahassee. Yep. So close. There was like just one on either side. That was yeah. like the second closest. They had letters in them, though, so... It was so close. You should be proud of that. All right, so let's take a look at how we did after round four. We got a couple perfects. Lady Gremlin Fantasy put up nine points. With eight points, Smarty Paints. Smarty Paints and wait, what? And with seven points, does anybody really care? Dunkin's Donuts and Dwayne the Swamp Johnson along with Swig and a Miss. With six points, Captain Kane, East Coast, West Coast, leaving at nine, Summer of George and Troop 112. Lucky Ned and Dusty and Pepper the Cat have five points. Locomotive Breath and the Pork Loins have four points. CJ's Lates, the Mars Townies have three points. Dad Shorts has two. Department of Redundancy Department has one. And Say Kate's 47 and Slow No put up zero points that round. So what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. It means that we've got a big old tie for first place. Does anybody really care? And Lady Gremlin Fantasy tied for 29 points. Smarty points with 28. Tied next to that is Dwayne the Swamp Johnson leaving at nine. And wait, what? With 26. Also tied Dunkin' Donuts and Swick and a Miss with 24. And Captain Kane and Troop 112 with 23. Local Motorbreath, the Pork Loins with 22. East Coast, West Coast, Morris Townies with 21. CJ's Late in Lucky Ned and Dusty with 19. Pepper the Cat in Summer of George with 18. Dad Shorts with 14. Department of Redundancy Department with 13. And Slow No with 12. All right, so this is anybody's game, and we are coming into round number five. It's our fire round. It's the heat round. It's the penalty round. What it means, as a reminder, for every correct answer, you get three points. 
But for every wrong answer, we're going to take away two of those points. And if you leave it blank, you're going to get zero points. And also, we've changed things a bit that if you go into negative numbers, we just bottom out at zero. We're not going to take away your fair. hard work from the older rounds. We're not here to embarrass these people. No, of course not. No. I am. Well, actually, I do. so am I. So am Some I. teams want to see the blood in the water. I just I prefer to embarrass people privately is what of I'm course. saying. Of yeah. course. At the table, we it's have a, our It's giggles. a much more fulfilling thing on a one-to-one -one level. All right, question number one. Pride Month. Melissa Etheridge came out as lesbian at an inauguration ball for which U.S. president? Wow. And a hush fills the room. Dead silent. I feel like I could work this one out. Sure. I mean, you know it's got to be recent. Yeah. Right? Because she's still an active it, performer. It's got to be someone that Melissa Etheridge would perform, perform for. for. Sure. So that narrows it down. Absolutely. Melissa Etheridge fan in the crowd taking a picture of the slide. Awesome. She was at Impact last night, right? She was in town? I know people were at a concert. I didn't remember if it was at Mayo or not. Yeah? And she was in town. She probably might have walked right past in all of her lesbian glory. I don't know. Anyway, question number two. Take it. Geography. The Gobi Desert is on which continent? The Gobi Desert is on which continent? Oh. It's one of those things you always hear about it. I don't know if I could tell you where it was. I mean, I can because I know the answer. But Yeah. I can make an educated guess. You do. You, you've got, you got a one in seven chance. Well, six if you're like, ah, you know what? There's probably not a desert on the ice continent. <laughs> Technically. All right. Question number three. Before and after. Okay, so this is a before and after question. That means this is uh, two things that are smushed together to make a bigger answer. So we're asking for the Heart of Rock and Roll lead singer who, quote, also wrote Alice in Wonderland. So give us the person who sang Heart of Rock and Roll, and their last name is going to be the first name of the person who wrote Alice in Wonderland. That's a before and after. The fella who sang the Heart of Rock and Roll's last name is the first name of the fella who wrote Alice in Wonderland. I watched a video by this singer earlier today. How about that? Yeah. It's Kismet. Kismet. Not that video. I mean, that would be cool, but... That would have been uh, yeah. wildly coincidental. It would be. It would be. But the Heart of Rock and Roll lead singer who also wrote... Alice in Wonderland. People are still talking, so we're going to take a sec. They're, st they're still contemplating. We'll give them time. They can remember one, but not the other, perhaps. Could be. Sometimes you can work forwards or you can work backwards, depending. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you get one, you probably are on your way to getting the other. You might. You might be. You might be. Who knows? All right. My idea is to get some water because I'm a little parched. 
And John, take question number four. I'll, I'll read question number four. Games, this chess piece can only move in an L shape. In an L shape. So I heard somebody say, I play chess. So you play chess? So I bet you know. Okay. Well, that's convenient. I don't play chess, so you could probably beat me. I'd be playing chess and I'd just be going, King me! All right. Are we ready for question five, sir? We sure are. Question five, TV. In 1995, this former child star turned talk show host flashed David Letterman on his birthday. Stood up on Dave's desk, lifted her shirt. I remember what Dave said that night. He said, you remember when Morley Safer was here? He did the same thing. <laughs> not bad. Not bad under the circumstances. That's pretty good. For a man who was just flashed by a future talk show host... That's right. She was not a talk show host at the time. She was, she was not. merely a former child star at the time. Right. She turned talk show host later. Right. All right. Question number six. Sports. Where was the southernmost Winter Olympics held? Ooh. This is... I. I share your look of confusion. Yeah, I just saw, I just saw you went, huh? <laughs> and, I, and that was my reaction, and I read the question. So I was just like, mm? did they have the Winter Olympics in the South Pole? I'm thinking probably not. No, it was a Northern Hemisphere yeah. Olympics. It was in the 90s? Okay. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably not Antarctica. It's probably not where? Probably not. Maybe not. If it is Antarctica, I'm going to be really embarrassed now. All right. Moving on to question seven. Question number seven. I'm looking. We've got six minutes before leaving at nine has to leave, so I want to make sure that we get through okay, it. Okay, okay. Made up holidays. It's today. Because of a spiteful tree, Charlie Brown would have a hard time celebrating this made up holiday, which falls on June 15th. Mm. So today is a made up holiday that Charlie Brown may have never celebrated. Because of that tree. That dumb, spiteful tree. Always ruining things for Charlie Brown. Put an ornament on it, it just falls right over. Falls right over. It's... But, you know, when, when a bunch of eight-year-olds just stand in front of it and just go like this, then suddenly it's got leaves. It's magical. It's magical. Because you have to believe. Yep. Because those eight-year-olds clap and Tinkerbell doesn't die, too. Because of a spiteful tree, Charlie Brown would have a hard time celebrating this made-up holiday, 
which falls on June 15th. So if you looked closely at a calendar today that has made up holidays on it. It might have said on it. Might have said. This is National Blah 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 Day. Yeah. Don't write blah 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 because you'll no. be wrong. All right. And now question number eight is a mashup question. So this is an audio clue. Ooh. Ah. All right. So for up to six points or up to minus four points if you get it both wrong, Ooh. I want you to name the two artists in this mashup. I don't care about the song titles. Song title is, is in the lyric. But I want you to tell me the two artists. Let's see. Do I have to hit play? Maybe I have to hit play. Those are not two songs that I would have thought of putting together, but that wasn't Somebody bad. Somebody did. That so wasn't it, bad. So I, want, I need you to name the artists. Obviously, one of the songs was called Cocaine. Yes. One of the other songs had no lyric content, but I want to know the artists. What two artists made up that mashup? Let us know. If you get one artist right, we'll give you three points. If you get one artist right and one artist wrong, we'll give you one point. If you get two artists wrong, we are going to take away four points. Thank you. All right, and that brings us to the end of our game. In the end of round five. Oh, wait, but we have a tiebreaker question. So how many minutes is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? If there is a tie, in the, <laughs> if there is a tie, if there is a tie in the top three places, we will look towards this question for the winner. If you're feeling confident that you're not in the top three places, you don't even have to answer it. But this is to, to break ties at the top of the leaderboard. So if you're in the money or close to in the money, this is going to settle ties. We're going to get a half point to the team who comes closest to the running time of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I like how what, when one person saw or heard this question, she just went, oh my God. And she was just like, there is no way. Thank you, sir. There is no way. She just lost all patience with the game on the very last question. Question seven was, uh, because of a spiteful tree... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. I'll let you know. Thank you, sir. You got it, man. Thank you. No, no. I know. You got to go play the V-ball. 
You got your team colors on. I got it. I appreciate you stopping by before. And while you wait, if you're looking for something to pass the time to scratch your brain, what can't be put in a saucepan? There are a multitude of answers. Be creative if you want. You got a place. All right. What can't be put in a saucepan? It's lid. That's right. Some would also say a black hole, <laughs> a pound of uranium, any number of other things. Those are some great answers. They're, it's all true. All right, so let's get some answers. Melissa Etheridge came out as a lesbian at the inauguration ball for which president? Bill Clinton. Kirat. Wow, way to steal his thunder. I know, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're president, but me. Yeah. All right, question number two, geography. The Gobi Desert is on which continent? Asia. It's in Mongolia and China. All right, question number three. Before and after, the harder rock and roll lead singer also wrote Alice in Wonderland. Many spelling variations, and we took them all. <laughs> Huey Lewis Carroll. Huey Lewis sang harder rock and roll. Lewis Carroll wrote Alice in Wonderland. Smush them together. You get Huey Lewis Carroll. All right, question number four. Games. This chess piece can only move in an L shape. Who is it? It's the knight. 1995, this former child star flashed Letterman. Who was it? Drew Barrymore. The southernmost Winter Olympics? Nagano, Japan in 1998. Not the southernmost Olympics, the southernmost Winter Olympics. Oh, tricky. It is. It's a trick question. A little Pretty bit. sneaky, sis. One more game. Question seven. Made up holidays. June 15th is go fly a kite day. Because Charlie Brown could never fly a kite because it always got eaten by the tree. You know, with this question, I thought you meant the Christmas tree. But no, it's the kite-eating tree. It's the kite-eating tree. Man, Charlie Brown has more trouble with trees, man. I know. And that, finally, that guy cannot catch a break. He, he really couldn't. So the mashup, the two artists in the mashup were Michael Jackson for Billie Jean and Eric Clapton for cocaine. <laughs> and the tiebreaker... How many minutes is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness... That was 126 minutes, and that came into play in our second and third. Uh, they were tied for second and third. I guess I should say, I, I, I haven't quite figured out like how to say who won the tiebreaker. So uh, Lady Gremlin Fantasy was tied with Wait What for second and third. See, because that like, robs all the, the suspense. The kinda. suspense. Well, I mean, uh, it's Lady Gremlin Fantasy now. said it was 153 minutes, so they're over. Mm -hmm. And Wait What said it was 123 minutes. They were three minutes under. That's well done, impressive. Wait What. So let's look at some scores. So Wait What won the tiebreaker, 24.5 points. We have a prayer circle points. happening here. 
Does anybody really care? 24 points. Lady Gremlin Fantasy and Smarty Pints, 21 points. East Coast, West Coast with 19 points. Dunkin' Donuts, Swig and a Miss with 18 points. Leaving at 9 with 17 points. Captain Kane, CJ's Late in the Pork Loins, JV with 16. Lucky Ned and Dusty with 15. Dwayne the Swamp Johnson, Locomotive Breath, and Morris Townies with 14. Pepper the Cat with 13. Troop 112 in the Summer of George with 6. So what does that mean for us? That means in fourth place, Smarty Pints with 49 points. In fifth place, leaving at nine with 43. Tied for sixth, Dunkin' Donuts and Swig and a Miss with 42. Dwayne the Swamp Johnson in East Coast, West Coast tied with 40. Captain Kane and the Pork, uh, Captain Kane with 39. Pork Loins with 38. Locomotive Breath with 36, with 35. CJ is late, Morris Townies, Troop 112. Lucky Ned and Dusty with 34. Pepper the Cat with 31. And where's the Summer of George? Summer of George, are you here? Summer, Summer of, of George? George? Did you run out? You ran out? Pepper the Cat. Where's Pepper the Cat? Pepper the Cat. Come here. We have an Inception prize bag. We have a bag in a bag. Oh, and, and Lunch Lady Fantasy, Lunch Gremlin Fantasy is going to give you some stickers. So just uh, close your eyes, stick in your hands. What'd you get? Oh, the Water Boy Adam Sandler movie. Congratulations. Yay. All right, so I guess we got to talk about second, third, and first place. So in third place, with 50 points, winning some merch, Lady Gremlin Fantasy. Yay. In second place, with 50.5 points. Wait, what? Which means in first place, our winners, does anybody really care? With 53 points. Yay! Way to go, a decisive victory. Stick around so we can take your pictures. We are back next week. At 7 o'clock, you'll be here with Bob and Cookie. Thank you so much for playing. Take care of your wait staff because they took care of you. I'm Jeff. I'm John. We're at Best Man Trivia. We'll see you next week.